yo Don't compare us to anything, this is a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually petty radio on the stereo Don't compare us to anything, this is a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order You are now tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, the mighty, mighty nerve DJs. Man, come on, bro. You already know I don't fuck with nothing else but legends. And today is absolutely no exception. We got the gangsters, gangster in the building, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Lil Sodi. What's good, fam? How's life? How's your family? We blessed, man, and um, thank you for having me on the show, bro. Um, you're, a man your word. you're a man of your word. You're about your business. You stood on it, and, and I had to stand on mine, and it's a pleasure to be here. Nigga, that's all we got, bro. Yes, sir. That's all we got. Do me one favor, though. Turn your camera to the side for me. Like this? Uh-uh. The, the, like, uh, like, turn it. like. Oh, flip it? Yeah, flip it so we can get that landscape view. Okay, let me see. It I'm just looked better. It just looked better I, on the replay. On the replay. I'm trying to see right now how to flip it, bro. Just literally, like, uh, turn it on the side. Oh, like this. Yeah, we go. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, now we Gucci. Yo, how's life, man? You on tour? You smoking good? Looking good? Hey, man, um, God is good, man. Um, like I said, um, I've been with Afro Man doing my thing. We on the road, bro. We having fun. Uh, I'm just trying to keep myself going from being in depression. You feel me? I feel and, you. Um, I'm walking with God. Whatever God, what journey he got me on, that's the journey that I'm on right now. What you think God think about Crippin? What God think about Crippin? Yeah. You get to the pearly gates. What you think um, he gonna say? You going to hell. It ain't nothing else to say. I know I know right from wrong. I was raised in a, in a, in a Christian Christian household. So that's everything that comes with Crippin is sin, bro. You going to hell. Ain't nothing. God ain't got nothing else to say to you. <laughs> if you going to hell, <laughs> fucking up. You out here killing people, shooting at people. Hidden innocent bystanders, how you think God gonna feel? You know what? I'm torn about that. I'm just a regular ass civilian old nigga. I'm interested in, and, and I find it fascinating, like the gang culture in LA, having never been there. I've been to Chicago, got a lot of family in Chicago, and back in my day, the structure in Chicago was phenomenal. And that's what I, that's what the impression that I left with when I went back home was right. like, man, this shit ain't right. But the way these niggas got the street, the streets gonna be the streets regardless of whether there's gangs or not. Yes, sir. And when you have order to the streets, it makes sense of it. Yes, it do, man. Um, especially if you if you have a, a a good name and the people respect you from your community, you need to use it in a positive way, in a changing way, instead of the corrupt way, because. The influencers are the ones that the children look up to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The children look at the influencers, the blue check people, or the people that's always around celebrities. So they watching you. You got people watching what you say. You got to pray before you do these interviews and, and how you answer them because people will judge you on what you say. You may say the right thing and they may take it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? So... If you have the voice and if you have the power, I would say use it, man, in the right way. I feel you on that. Okay. Hold on, let me let me cut this air conditioner off. Okay, got you. And why he do that? Let me let y'all know, man. That, um, don't forget about the the event, the weekend in Miami, which is that April the twenty eighth through the thirtieth. 
um, hosted by M3S3. You already know, man. They got basketball tournament. They're going to have no no studio in the building. The riot. It's going to have some battles. The whole night, man. Y'all make sure y'all tap into that. All right, man. Just paying some bills since you had to do that right quick. Yes, sir. All right. So, so when did Crippin start for you? Take me back. Um, I'll say junior high, um, eighth grade, going into mm-hmm. high school. Uh, when I was able to be ditching, ditching junior high school, able to be around the gang member kids. Because remember, I grew up in church. So it's from church to home. Okay. From home to church. From church to school, school to home. That's how the church kids live. Uh, our parents didn't allow us to be a, be around or be a part of the street life because they live by the Bible. You feel me? Love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. So we couldn't listen to blues. We couldn't listen to rap and all that in our house. I had to but go. But your parents that. banged too, though, didn't they? Yeah, pops, pops, and moms. But remember, right. if you look at my interviews, my mom had to stop living that life to win me um, back from my grandparents. She had to change her whole lifestyle. Oh. I, my grandparents took me from her. Well, I won't say took me, but they didn't want me to be in that environment, that gang gang environment. Um, I, my my mom lived on 81st and San Andrews, the middle of my set. That was the gang house where Monster Cody and all them went back in the days. My uncle Al Capone, and Big Mad Bone, and Big Huck, my daddy. So my grandparents used to see that. So one day they just didn't allow me to come back until, you know, my, they had my mother getting herself together, um, going to church. Being with my grandmother every day at her grandparents' house, helping with her, and just doing things that you know what I'm saying they they want her to do aside besides game banging. So, yeah, bro, a lot a lot changed. I didn't go with my parents until I was about eight years old. I was wow. I was staying with my grandparents until I was eight. So by the time I got with them, I really didn't know about blues and rap and all that shit. You feel me? My big brother did. He was he was listening to the the fat boys and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, Ron DMC and all that. I didn't know what that shit was at the time, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it was different, bro. It was different. Okay, so when when did the A-Trade start? Um, um, I say my like ninth grade for me. Okay. When I started ditching school and not going to school no more. Because uh, I couldn't go to Washington High School no more because of where I was from. Okay. I, was, I had to start going to probation schools because I was ditching, tri- tripping. I went to YA for some shit on the school campus. Just fucked my, my childhood life up going to um, the California Youth Authority. So mm-hmm. I, all my life as a kid, um, once I turned up on the streets from, what, 14, 13 years old, I was in the Youth Authority. I did four years in there. So basically I got out, I was like 20 or something like that, man, or, or maybe 19 or something. And then after that, it was just up from there because while I'm incarcerated, all I know is being bad and building a reputation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so that, that was, that's like a, for lack of a better term, school for the set. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. what it was like. Especially if you a kid, man, and you going to juvenile halls and shit. And it's either you going to learn in jail what you're supposed to learn in school on the streets. Because they're going to force it on you. Like, why? If you don't graduate or have your high school diploma, they hold you in there. They don't release you at board. You got to get your high school diploma your um, or a GED. Or you got to get your anger management program, 12-step program. As a child, you got to go through all of this to get your freedom. Now, imagine a kid turned up in there, game banging, wilding out. He don't got time to be thinking about no programs. He in there game banging, trying to build on his reputation. So, yeah, a lot of them max out till they 25. They don't come home on time. They don't do their 16 months or 12 months in California Youth Authority. I had 16 months. I did four years on and. And, and not to, uh, I thought you was going to say something, but 
my grandmother passed while I was in there. The one that raised me. So me talking to her on the phone and her telling me, I told you don't go back to jail because I may not be here when you come home this time. Man, that killed me, homie. That killed me, homie. And I'm telling her, nah, don't say that, nanny. Woo woo. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be there. I'll be home. I'm in YA. No, and I'm in here fucking up and shit. She passed on me. That's from there on. That's when I maxed out. I, I, I ended up going home probably when I was 20 years old or 19 years old from California Youth Authority, man. Do the tears become normal? Um, now they do. Now they do. Um, I couldn't cry at first. Okay. Um, I was, I was, I was black-hearted, stone-cold killer. Um, I ain't supposed to cry. I ain't supposed to show no weakness. Um, that's a that's a sign of um, being weak and all of that in the, in a real gangster against the eyes. Um, being a human being, um, maturing, being a man first, um, going through going through things in life. Really mm -hmm. got a story to tell. Losing my son. Um, made it more easier for me to cry. It, it opened up something in me. Um, like I said, I was losing my faith and all that, man. I had to rebuild my faith with God because I questioned him a thousand times. And I'm still to this day asking him to forgive me every day in my prayers, you feel me? Because we know we ain't supposed to question God. I know you heard that before, you feel me? I don't believe that. Oh, you don't? No. But you heard it before, right? Oh, I've heard it, but I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I think we have a right. Okay, man. So why do they say don't question him then? Like is that's a sin to ask him a question. Like he, he's unquestionable. Lord, I ain't I ain't saying nothing disrespectful, but we just talking, man. You know what I mean? I'm I think it's saying, it's, like, it's men created religion. Yeah. And to maintain that power structure they have to get us to buy into servitude and, and and the ultimate servitude is doing what the fuck i say without yeah. question right god has been petty over the years the pettiest your man said you you pray to somebody else i'll murder you you don't go hey. and buy my book i'll murder the whole world and he's done it I get it. I understand it. But at the same time, like, why not? Why give us free thought if we aren't allowed to question you? Right. Exactly. Why that give just, us freedom of speech if we ain't allowed to use it? Yeah, that's just my two cents. I know niggas going to kill me hearing that. But it is what it is. It's what I feel. It's what I feel. No, nah, but that's, but I, I had to go through that. Like I said, um, questioning God and all that, man. I had to build it all back. I had to build it all back to be little Sody again because I didn't feel like myself. I didn't feel fly. I didn't want to wear no jewelry. Or I didn't want to get dressed, do my hair, none of that because I felt selfish. Like, I, why am I getting fly and my son in here get fly with me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it fucked me up. It was like torture, man. I don't want to celebrate holidays. He ain't here to celebrate it with me. But I can't take it out on my other kids. You know what I'm saying? I can't take their holidays from them. You get what I mean? Yeah. So I still participate, but not fully. You feel me? Because yeah. I be still crushed, man. I be still crushed. It's still fresh to me. My son only been gone. It's the mm -hmm. third year, bro. Mm -hmm. This shit's still fresh to me, man. And at that, we in court right now and shit with, with Albuquerque, so... It, these people call me lawyers and shit, so it's never a day that it's not being thought about or thought of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trauma, the trauma is always gonna be here with me. I just have to just pray, man, and keep myself busy. You know what I'm saying? Because depression, that shit hurt. That shit hurt, and you don't even see it on you. You can't see depression on you, but other people can, and that's what's man. fucked up. Yeah. Like you lose all your weight, homie. You just your skin dry up. Like it's crazy, man. But just prayer, um, loyal family members being around me, 
my kids keeping me happy. You know what I'm saying? I have another son, KJ. Mm -hmm. He finna be five. He looked just like his brother that passed. So it was like God just blessed me again to just bring some kind of peace to my heart. You feel me? Mm -hmm. and, and my deepest condolences to you and your family, by the way, too. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it, man. The prayers and all that, man. I appreciate yeah. it. And like I said, I asked the people to pray for me. The ones that really believe in their prayers, pray for me. Because like I said, bro, when I prayed, I didn't feel it. Like, I just couldn't feel it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why I question God. Now, now you, I gave you my answer on why I question God. I understand. Like, how could you not in that scenario? Like, my prayers weren't being answered. My, I wasn't getting answers. But, um, shit, man. God is good, man. And, and I had to go with the Lord had a better purpose for him. And I, and I have to believe that because I'm a Christian. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yo, I, I, and, and I watched quite a few of your interviews too, bruh. And like in my mind, I had this big old, you know, I want to just go through the history of Crippin and like, like all, all of this stuff. But wow, bro, like one thing that strikes me is, and I told you this, like how professional you are. Like if I didn't see the interviews, the last thing I would think is that you've got this, this reputation, you've done all this shit, you've been to the pen multiple times, why the whole, like I wouldn't even consider none of that shit. Is, is it like natural? Um, people say, um, I got an old soul. Um, my, my parents raised us with respect. We respect our elders, bro. That's just how I am. My mama from Mississippi, Hazelhurst. My daddy from Louisiana. So it's the Southern and me. Okay. So it's the hospitality I give people. Um, I'm not wild and turned up. I don't, I don't give you that. I have a pro I don't give you that. I have something to prove I you get me? Yeah. Um, that's where I scare niggas at. I'm laid back and I'm chilling until you fuck with me and make me come out my character, you feel me? Yeah. I, I always been that way. Um since I was a kid, I was always cool. Did me, had my own weapon. I I never had to ask for a weapon when I was I, I that's why I, I moved how I moved and the big homies respected that. You know what I'm saying? I kept my left hand firm. You know what I'm saying? I it, it ain't nothing that they can say I did wrong. From the streets to the county jail to prison, why I held it down, homie. And I held it down in a calm, in a real gangster way. You know what I'm saying? In an intelligent way. Like, I want to be an example um, to people like the bitch-ass nigga Charleston White. Um, there's no intelligent crimps. All the Crips is bums. Ooh, ooh. That's false, homie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when you see people like uh, Crip Mac, Crip Mac. Um, yeah. He's a, he a comedian. Yeah, he a comedian and he's funny. So, of course, niggas like Charleston White don't think that's how all of us move. You know what I'm saying? We I don't play. I'm not a playful ass nigga. I'm not no comedian. I don't do jokes and dance around and all that shit. Unless it's a family event or I'm doing something for my video. So, yeah, I felt offended, homie. Hell yeah, nigga. Nah, hell nah. That's not my idol. I don't idol um, shit like that. I idol real gorilla shit. You feel me? I, I, I had a conversation, I don't, I don't know, a few months back. And I posed the question, who was more dangerous to black people? Snoop Dogg or Charleston White? And the reason I ask that, and this is respectfully as I possibly can, but Snoop Dogg has re probably recruited more Crips than any person breathing or dead. Whether he's actively done so or his success has done that for him. Whatever the case, he made Crippin look exciting. He made it look fun. And in yeah. doing that, he brought a lot of pain to our community. Like real-time pain. A lot of those kids that wanted to be Crips because of Snoop end up being Crips because of Snoop and hurting somebody. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's facts, man. Charleston that's White just facts. talks shit. 
but 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 look, he say fucked up shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. Yeah, but and then how can I how can I um, follow with a man like Charleston White saying positive at times when you you backslide, you go back on what you say. You can't do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I respect the dead. I respect the man Aramis. If you respect Aramis and you saying fuck Nipsey and fuck Lil Sodi, fuck Tookie Williams and fuck the Crips, fuck the Bloods, why are you gonna say fuck my dead son? Yeah. He's not a gang member. He don't have a, a title. His name is Jose Simpson. Yeah. Am I keeping it real with you right now? Absolutely. He said yes. it out of his own mouth. I respect that. They, I respect people by their names. I respect them people as when they came up, but the, the name they mother gave them. So you, you didn't respect my son. Yeah, I feel but you. But you, you said I respect Eremis by the name. So if you do respect people by their name, what give you the right to disrespect a child that's deceased? Yeah, that 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 was beyond the pale to say the least. Yeah, bro. So, and people say, yeah. Uh, I said, if he wouldn't have never said nothing about my son and it was just between me and him, we could have had a sit down because yeah. I'm a real gangster like that. Yeah. I know how to intelligently talk and break a nigga down. You feel me? Yeah. I ain't with all the yelling and all that. I'm going to make a nigga talk to me come. I feel you. To where we going to get an understanding. You feel me? Yeah. Now, you brought my son into it to where it's like, it's on sight. It's on sight. It's on site. I ain't chasing after him. I don't got nobody looking after him. I ain't making no videos. You don't see me on Instagram making videos telling them, Charleston White, I'm in Texas, nigga. Woo, woo, woo. Where you at? <clears throat> I ain't doing all of that. What mm. I tell you, I am. I sit back and I'm chilling. I'm, 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 I'm in the passenger seat when it comes mm. to shit like that. Because mm. mm. his world going to close in on him and he going to have to be in my surrounding again. Yeah. Not not just you. I think there's a li a list of motherfuckers that, that's in that same car. And it could be a thousand years from now. I'm just saying though, not saying we're gonna live a thousand years from now, but it could be a thousand days from now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't um, gonna go away. Never. Never. So, and I, I prayed on it. I, I told the Lord about it. I think he can understand. You know. Um Okay, so I was watching you, uh, and you was talking about clicks within the set. Yeah. I got confused. So okay. is it like, a, okay, you got a city, but then you got uh, neighborhoods in that city that got different names? They got different clicks in a set because okay. they, they have a big neighborhood. Say, like, my neighborhood, we got clicks in there because um, Big Monster Cody, rest in peace to the big homie, he started it off with okay. Northside. First, okay. it was just West Side Gangsta Crip. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. West Side, everything in my hood was West Side A Trey Gangsta Crip. And then he came with North Side A Trey Gangsta Crip. And that changed it all. There come the South, the Back West, the Far West. So it's different sides in, it, in our community. Like the Normandy side, that's the street called Normandy and Century. That's over there, the Back West. Century all the way up to 83rd then you got from manchester and west to western area the original west side past that gramercy to van ness the far west side going back up western all the way to florence to gaze that's the north side all in the middle up in there thinker and all of that so when you got a big area like that you could do that not only okay. my hood it's other hoods that, that do the same thing now you know what i'm saying a lot of hoods can't do it because they small Okay, so are y'all the biggest set in the city? No, no we're not the biggest set in the city. I think uh, the deepest crypts in the city uh, probably would be the Roller 60s. Okay. So, yeah, we beef with the, the biggest crypt set in the city. And let me get, that That's that, that goes back to 79, correct? Yeah, at least, 40, for at least 43 years now. Over a girl. At least that's, um, that's the stories I saw. Uh, over a fight before the girl. Okay. It, it happened over my homie Big Tweak, rest in peace too. But um, it happened over a fight. 
you know what I'm saying? Um, one of the OGs that's they said did it, he's he really got released from prison. He wanna tell his story. So I ain't gonna tell the story. I'm gonna leave it to him. I'm gonna bring okay. him on the platform. Okay. And um let him tell his story. So make sure we stay in touch. Oh, and absolutely. I can get you that exclusive too. You feel me? I take that. Although I will say, man, um I fucked with Big Court. Oh yeah, that's big bro, man. Man, yeah. bro, look. I didn't been on no jumper. Now you know that's a big platform. I feel some type of way about that though. Why? That's what I'm saying. Why my message didn't get around? Um, how big court was, but but he didn't promote my he didn't promote my interview. Adam didn't promote my interview the right way. They didn't give me no shout outs on Instagram, bro. They didn't give me no blogs, no jumper. Um, they just did a horrible job, bro. But then they backtrack and asked me to bring Afro Man on their show. See how they try to use us? We make it easy. Yeah, exactly, bro. Well, I didn't make it easy because I seen I, I seen through the bullshit. I seen through the bullshit, bro. And they and then when you talk to the people that was working there, like a couple of the black guys that I know, they'd be like, "Oh, we gotta ask the white man." I'm like, "Damn, if y'all call yourself bosses, why y'all gotta go ask the white man? That's what y'all calling them. Y'all not saying we gotta go ask Adam. Y'all saying, "Oh man, I gotta go get at the white man. It's up to the white man. You feel me?" So now I guess he said something and they all left his show. So that shit in the fall. But shout out to the big court because my message got out there, man. I mean, he he respected you and and bigger than you, he respect the program. Yes, sir. And like I say, I'm just a regular old nigga, but <laughs> you know, I've I, 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 I've dabbled in the streets, you know, back when I was young. So I respect the program. I get yes, it. Yes, sir. I don't like some of it, but I can't not respect it either. Why? Niggas been doing this shit for decades. Yeah, bro. And then look, they letting us keep killing each other because they know they owe us all these billions of dollars to the ones that has ties to the slaves. That's what they saying right now. They talking about y'all getting some money out there in California, though. That's what they saying, but we ain't seeing it. They ain't doing no researches yet on it. They it, it always being spoke up, but it's never happening. You know what I'm saying? Well, so shit. It's being us... spoke up way more in my lifetime now than ever. So that yeah. means it's going to happen at some point. Oh, well, I hope so, because what black leader do we have that's speaking up for us? Um, is it the Reverend Jesse Jackson or Alvin Sharpton? No. Definitely the minister. Reverend Al Sharpton? No, no. Farrakhan. Oh, Farrakhan. Okay, he's one of them. Yeah. But no. but everybody is not going to follow him because he's a Muslim. Yeah. You got to yeah. I'm just keeping it real, brother. You it's know, I, I always tell everybody, I'm going to speak boldly. And I respect Farrakhan. He came to my set day one time to come holler at me about the gang shit. And I went to the, um, we had the, um, a march on Vermont with all the black brothers. And I went up there and hollered at the Muslims with a few more Crips. Mm -hmm. and bloods and shit like that so i respect this movement and i respect the muslim community but everybody ain't muslim you know people ain't gonna all fall one accord with it you know what i'm saying it gotta be somebody neutral that's why i said jesse jackson around sharpening because they be wiggling it they know how to you know what i'm saying so who is it besides them then i know it ain't no rapper um I, it's hard. Yeah, I don't know. See you know, what I'm I, saying? I will say, and I and and, and I'm a little biased because I'm friends with uh, the student minister from Detroit, Mosque Number One, Troy Muhammad. But what I have noticed over maybe especially like the last decade is their willingness to step outside of of the comfort zone and and and, and be more. I won't say in alignment. But focus less on what we disagree on and focus more on what we agree on with people that aren't Muslims. Right. And publicly. So they've done and they've done a really good job of, of, of the social media. Like they, they have been ahead, definitely ahead of Christianity when it comes to social media. Like, I don't think Christianity like at, at, first off, Christianity's got so many Christianity got so many clicks that ain't. They, they exactly. don't seem to agree with shit. 
that is becoming problematic. You're not going to see that under the nation. Yeah, they said it in the Bible, man. The, the religions is going to be getting into each other. Nations going to be against nations. Yeah. We in yeah. the book of Revelations right now, so that's why I'm just staying prayed up, man. You Doing think? what I'm trying to live my life out. I don't know if we in the book, because it's the same shit that was going on. Like, I remember when crack started, bro. Oh, back like, in the 80s. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, the first one was 85, 86. It hit Detroit. First couple of years, nigga, that shit was paradise for everybody. Everybody was eating. Wasn't much violence. And then the shoe fell off. Damn. And everybody started killing everybody. Because of that start, money, man. Yeah, yeah. Niggas started getting football numbers. You know, they, they reeled us in just enough. And then the tables turned badly. And we have not recovered as a people. Yeah, I'll be watching Snowfall. I'm caught up on it. So, Snowfall really tells you the story about how that shit really kicked off. That's your uncle, bro. I had a chance to interview him, too, by the way. Yeah, man. Freeway. Yeah, and it was about time that they let him in with his ideals on the show. You feel me? Because y'all just started off telling his life story without him. You you need the, the, the head source, the horse's mouth, to tell you how it really went. You feel me? So... Man, I love Snowfall, man. That's like one of my top shows, Snowfall and DMF. Oh, you got to watch McGraw Avenue, bro. Which one? McGraw Avenue. Look it up on Tubi. McGraw Avenue? All right. Yes. I'm telling you, nigga. You're going to hit me back and be like, bro, you was absolutely fucking right. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you. Um, All right. Snowfall has been lit, though. I'm, I'm not even going to, like, Snowfall is, like, up here. And yeah. actually, I would put McGraw Avenue above DMF. Oh what? Yes. Is that good? Yes. Oh yeah, I got. Yes. And I'm from Detroit, so yeah. I, you know, like, and, and the BMF story ain't as much Detroit as 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 they try, you know, like it's Detroit, but it's really Atlanta where they really like pop yeah. popped. Yeah, that's when it yeah. all popped off. McGraw is like that. That's that's some Detroit shit. You know. Um. So, how many clicks y'all got in in a tray? Five, five. Who's the biggest? Or, or matter of fact, let me, let me scratch that. Like, how how are decisions made? And I don't know if you can answer this or not, but I'm curious. How are decisions made? Um, through the generals, through the big homies. They get the last say. So, like, if something was going on with another hood, we had a mm-hmm. disagreement. We got to go to that top dog, the generals, talk it out. And they gonna go to the other hood, top dogs. Chop it up, see if we can squash things. Okay. And like when you say somebody's an OG, is that simply because they've been cripping X amount of years, or is it I got so many stripes? Um, so many stripes don't mean shit because you could be a young nigga that's killing everybody with a thousand kills, but that don't make him an OG. Okay. That just make him a killer. Uh, OG is a nigga that survived and been through the wars, survived the wars, no smut on his name, still around, still got his edge, still got say something to say. But yes, uh, been around for years. That's Where are you at in the, in, in the, in, like, are you OG yet? Um, shit, they say once you're over 35, you become OG. Um, I'm 40, man. My daddy called me an OG about two a year or two ago. I didn't want to accept it, man. You know, I still feel young, you know what I mean? I still look good. But yep, I'm an OG now. I'm 40, so a lot that's why I tell you a lot of things that I do now, I have to be careful in how I speak and how I make my decisions with my little homies. Because it ain't just about what I want out of the decision. It's about can I save another life? Okay. I'm making the right decision. Okay. And y'all got some nice ass rappers in, 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 from A Trey too. I'm not, oh yeah. You know, when yeah, you see the when you see the young cats, are they doing too much on video? Hell yeah. How do you, you stop it? You can't, cause that's what's going on on this social media. You can't stop it. Big homies being said, stop showing guns and all that on social media. 
man, little niggas still do it. It's going to happen, man. Like, they see it in rap videos, bro. They see rappers do it. So they like, fuck it. Why I can't do it? It's social media. Uh, the police don't know where I'm at. Back in the days, we didn't have social media and all that. Just niggas trying to take pictures of us. Yeah. And the niggas that was the real front line niggas, we didn't like getting in pictures. Because of the police, you know what I'm saying, trying yeah. to do investigations. Yeah. So we hear from cameras and pictures and shit like that, homie. You feel me? Like, it took me a, the shit. It took me a long time to get in front of cameras. I'm like, damn, I got to get in front of cameras. Being a rapper, they're like, yeah. Like, you got to do videos and all that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> now these niggas finna see me. Now these niggas finna see me there. Now these niggas finna be trying to hunt me down because I'm one of the ones. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be seen all the time because you want to know you're a, you're a target. You you stripes. You worth the thousand, three thousand points. So, That's you know gotta be a fucked up feeling though, bro. What's be a hundred man? Yeah. I and mean, not just a hundred man, but just a factor out there. Like I, I saw, uh, I saw, and, and no disrespect, but I saw Cowboy from the sixties do a video about a young crip, and this nigga was was what y'all say whacking names out on the wall. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I he, seen that. I he seen was that. schooling this nigga. Yeah. The nigga whacked and, my hood out, and he was telling them like, "Have you killed a Trey yet, nigga?" Exactly. And he's like, look, nigga, they're not going to come looking for you. They're going to come looking for me because I'm a motherfucking factor and you a nobody. Exactly. You're wall banging. Facts. That's just how I go. Despite what set he's from, was he right? Was that an accurate way to, yes. to teach yes, your young right. homies? He a crip. I'm a crip. So, yes, he's right. He's accurate. That's he, he's, Yes, he's telling the truth. That's like, that's like niggas going over there striking up in their hood and whacking them niggas out but don't come tell us a nobody ass nigga did it but you got reputable homies hanging out at the stove or we could be hanging out at the park but these niggas finna come blast because y'all done went over there and, and whacked some shit out or did some bullshit and, and and we don't even know about it but they come up and, and, and knock one of us down you feel me that's how that should be happening man Cause they they look for the ones. They don't look for the niggas they don't know. They don't know you. Only way niggas know you now because of Instagram, Facebook, yeah, chit chat and all of that shit. Niggas be on. You can show your face from thou from a thousand miles away and talk shit and diss niggas hoods. You know what I'm saying? That's how they game bang now. Get themselves known. I went to school with my enemies. Had to fight them face to face. So I knew how it go, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this shit changed. Sodi is like a a resume builder. <laughs> it is. It's just a, it, like if you're gonna look at it from a practical standpoint, you know, like if I'm on the set and I just got on the set a week ago, killing me, nobody remembers. Everybody remembers Sodi. Real talk, bro. You know, and and he. I couldn't live with that, bro. It's just too much pressure. It's just, I always stay um, aggressive, man. Uh, but I was fair. I was fair. So my enemies be seeing me. I done met a few of them. And, and I got a few dogs. That's my enemies. And they show me love, homie. Just on how I'm living my life now, you feel me? Everything so you, you get to a point where... You respect it by family and foe alike. And unless you do something extremely egregious, they say, you know what, we've elevated you 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 you're a general. We're not just gonna randomly pop a general. You gotta really fuck up because we respect the, the what you've done in the past. Is that the yeah. same for everybody every set? That's how it's supposed to be like. Especially if you're showing that mutual respect and you're not a threat, man. You feel me? It's supposed to go that way if you're a real crip you're a real stand-up guy um some niggas don't care they want their stripes um uh, just like nip homie they don't be caring what's they that just justified want... though um from a strict because what i've heard i, I, I've I, heard, I, really I heard both sides I, look if I, I'm not from over there so I don't know the truth 
Okay. I just know what I heard. Like I haven't like his homie say they ain't seen no paperwork on the nigga. So if you call a nigga a rat or if you telling a nigga you a snitch and woo woo, and of course you're gonna do what you have to do to protect your name, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and protect your your status. Because you're not finna let a nigga just call you that or put that out there on you. Now, if you are a rat and you did do what you did was wrong, and you did that, yeah, you were wrong, bro. You wrong. So, he in the joint now and doing 60 to life. And they gonna know. In there, they gonna know. Gonna come out. Right. It's gonna come out. Somebody and if it gonna... come out, ain't no smut on his name that's justifiable on his part. He gonna be in the right because he ain't no rat. I ain't finna let a nigga call me a rat. Getting sly with it, like it's cool in front of people. Hell six, no. The rest of your life is worth one name. Man, it ain't worth your name. It's worth your respect. It's worth your respect just being as a human being. You don't want that on you. Okay, you a regular OG. Now if somebody say. Man, OG a rape, OG be he a child molester. He be after twelve year old girls. What you gonna do to a nigga that's put that out there on you? It's viral too. It's viral all over YouTube. Your face smiling with that great beard. That nigga got you going viral. All right, see. I just said, what you gonna do? You gonna let I never fly? thought about it that way. You gonna let in front of your kids and all that gotta see this? Your family calling you. Man, they saying that you touched this 12 and 11 year old girl. And he made up some fake, fake ass YouTube report documents and all that with your face smiling. Nigga, and you see that nigga, what you gonna do? And you got the opportunity, ain't nobody around. Oh. What? Yeah, you I I've never looked at it that way, bruh. Like that that just the light bulb just went off, nigga. I'd be that that right there is just some yeah, because yeah. I, I had to put it that way for you because you're not a game member. Yeah. So I had to, I had to, um, I had to mm, define it in, in a, in a. You had to normalize it. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nigga. I, oh, bro. Like just listening to that, like it's it's in my head now. Like I'm pissed now. Like, like, <laughs> like nigga. <laughs> nigga, that's a fucked up feeling, nigga. Yeah. That's, that's worse than being called a snitch when you out here trying to fuck little kids. Yeah, that's way worse than being a snitch. You know, so oh boy, I get it, man. Um, okay, let me ask you this, and I ask every MC, every producer that comes on the show, when did you fall in love with hip hop? Um, I fell in love with hip hop watching my uncle and Ice Cube doing work together when the box was out. Remember the box? Oh yeah. Music videos, yeah. Ralph McDaniels. What, man, that's like when I caught on the hip hop, I started trying to freestyle and shit back then, but I really couldn't get onto it. So I, when I went, I was learning how to sing, going to jail, writing music, trying to find me another hobby besides fighting all the time, catching time. Mm -hmm. So I was writing music, R&B songs, got out of YA, did a few shows. I started rapping. Writing raps, I felt it was more easier to me instead of just trying to use my voice all the time and my stomach muscles and shit. I could just mm -hmm. rap, you know what I'm saying, talk that shit instead of singing and harmonizing. So, yeah, back then, it's, that's when it came, when the box was out, my uncle was with, working with Cube, and that's when hip-hop hit for me, man, back then. That's fucking dope, too, man, because Cube is definitely top five of all time. Yeah, man, we need the box back. Him, oh. DJ, remember MC Breed? All them was on oh, there. Tone on, Low. Oh, come on, come on. back. <laughs> Rest in peace, Breed, too, by the way. Yeah, King T, all them, man. Yo, okay. Last time you got beat up. Who? You? You never got beat up? Hell no. Really? By who? Oh, nigga, I got jumped before me and my at? cousins. Oh, ass whoop, nigga. We got niggas back the next day, but man, we got beat the fuck up. I'm not even gonna lie, bro. We walking out of mall. It was my fault. I'm drunk. I'm talking way too much shit. Way too much. It's just me and this nigga. 
we walked out the door, nigga, and it's probably five or six niggas. And we didn't even know these niggas was out there. Soon as I opened the door, nigga, some nigga just jawed me. Bow! Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's a bitch move. <laughs> it worked, though. Because <laughs> it shot you, bro. Nigga. It shot you. Hell you yeah. Like, Damn, you probably thought a nigga threw a rock or something. Oh, my God, man. Hey, hey, we didn't get beat up, beat up like we should have. Like, if it had been me, him, and three of our homeboys beat niggas up, y'all would went to the hospital. Yeah, exactly. We walked home. Uh, you yeah, know, nah, that wasn't even a beat down. We took an L. Like, Ain't nothing wrong on, with it. It's on record. Ain't nothing wrong with an L, man. <laughs> never, I, nigga. I, I say I never got beat up, but I, I had a hard fight in the county jail before. Okay. With one of my enemies from Block. So I have had a hard fight, my nigga, before. Um, he got the best of me. But I didn't get beat up. Like he just folded me up like this. I got you. I got you. He made me fall. <laughs> no, nigga, we locking. Nigga, we lock. He just being being he, he catching that forehead with them long arms. I'm trying to get up under him. But yeah, shout out to him. I'm gonna keep it gangster. You know what I'm saying? He got the best of me. You we ain't gonna win them all. We we learn from the ones that we lose, you feel me? Yo, and you know what though? But it's a lot of niggas just not even gonna say that shit. Mm -hmm. Hell no, nah, bro. I'ma keep it real. Cause I'm shit, kidding. every it was a lot of people there that watched us get down. You know what I'm saying? From different hoods. You know what I'm saying? In in jail. So how can I lie? Somebody can see this that I was in the county with me, like, oh get on there. Oh, that nigga lying and whoa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they will say that too. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it real, bro. My uncle so and so from Saint So and So. Yeah, you go back on all my interviews, all my stories are the same because it's the truth. I gotta tell my story the truth, bro. You know what I'm saying? Can't no nigga tell my story. You know what I'm saying? So don't, when the YouTubers be posting shit about me, and, and you know it ain't come from me, man, it's false. It's fake, my nigga. Real talk. You know what? Like, I'm not big on the salacious type shit. Like, like even if you say, if I, if I feel like you said some shit that, let's say you said something that I know, not even as a gang member, but I know this gonna cause you problems at the crib. They gonna have to come dig that up because I'm not gonna make that a clip. <laughs> even though, even though it may benefit me as a brand, oh, this gonna go viral, and that'd no, be look, the problem. But 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 it, it but that ain't your fault. You just asking the questions. It's up to it, him to answer. But it's my responsibility. Yeah, you 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 trying to make your money, man. You trying to push a brand. You, All you, money ain't good money, news. bro. You gotta look at it. You the news. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just a nigga that got the opportunity to talk to a lot of dope people. Yeah, but you want the truth. You don't want to feed the people the fake shit. You That's know what, what I, I don't want? Say. You know what I don't want is to wake up one morning and be like, this something happened to so and so because these niggas heard that clip. Oh well, I mean, he brought it upon himself. I agree. That means you want to go viral, not you. I, you know He's what? And I, go you ain't the first motherfucker that told me that. It's the other. I, I, I get that I'm all not, the time. I'm not finna say nothing to contradict myself or try to say like I'm that nigga or I did a thousand murders and all of that. If you ask me, <laughs> if you ask a real gangster, like if you go watch holding court, you, you he asked me like, man, so he was like, man, so yeah, man, when you put in work, and how did you put in your work? You see what I said? Putting in work. He's like, but yeah, describe it. Putting in work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. on how you answer, homie. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Absolutely. You know. I don't know. And, and, and you right, but it's just I gotta be able to see. I feel you though. Right I respect now. you for that. Cause that that's how um the Gangster Chronicles is. Easy E I mean um MC eight, I just yeah. did their podcast. Yeah. MC eight and Big Steel. They 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 don't like the sneak questions, they don't hit you with the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? They just hit you with the life shit. Like, what you doing? Do you have a story or not? You feel me? Yeah. And actually, I, um, my boy fucked with them heavy and actually introduced me to Steel, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. So I respect what they're doing over there, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and there's a lot of motherfuckers out here, man. I, I, you know, like, it's certain shit. I don't like that niggas will not go to a certain podcast. Well, you ain't got enough numbers. Then run the Vlad and get mad that Vlad and got you arrested. No, nah, it ain't even that. It's just they already feel that they Hollywood, man. Me, send me to all your homies that got a podcast. 
I just want to get a message out there to the kids and to the ones that think I hate Nip or I hate my enemies. Uh, my life has changed. I'm a G now. I'm a gangster. If I'm being disrespected, then I'm coming full-fledged. But if I'm chilling and I ain't no threat or disrespecting nobody, leave me alone. I just want to put my message out there, man, to the kids, too. They got an option. It ain't one way for them, man. I was lied too. I thought it was one way. Well, I I wanted the game bang because I I I wouldn't I didn't get it out the mud. I didn't I, I wasn't poor. I, I I my grandparents made sure I had everything I wanted. And then when I went with my mama, they made sure I had everything I wanted. And they told us not to game bang. They didn't want us to game bang. I took it upon myself to take my daddy's name and run with it and do what I did. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. Yeah, I had an option. I could have been a preacher because that's what my grandfather had me doing, studying the word. When I was a kid, I was preaching in front of the, the whole church at six and five, seven years old. You know what I'm saying? I knew the Bible. So I had an option and I chose my option. So to the kids, choose the right option because game banging is not the one. Because it ain't all about fighting because you can fight, homie. You could be a regular athlete and, and, and help your friends fight and all of that. You don't got to join the game because it's going to be more to come with it. It ain't going to just be you getting put on and that's it. And you can just hang around your home. Hell no, nigga, you finna go put in work. You finna go taste blood. We need to see if you a killer person. We need to go see you go put in work. What you about? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's how it go when niggas get put on. You ain't just finna just come on and hanging out like it's cool and getting on fly. We don't like the niggas that's standing around fly. Them the Let me ask you this. Yes, sir. Let me ask you this. Was there ever a point where you sat down with your pops and he said, I'm proud of the crip you've become? Yes. He tell me that every day now. Yes. He tell me that every day how proud he is of me and my little brother and how I, and how I made a change, a transition. From being, a, from being a treacherous ass gang star, a treacherous ass crip to a respected crip, um, a Martin Luther King slash Malcolm X crip, speaking for my my community. If those don't want don't want to allow me to speak for all the crips, I'm I'm the, I'm the perfect one to do it. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, my father is proud of what I've become, man. Not going to jail, not becoming a smoker out here, smoked out, an alcoholic out here getting knocked out, um, being disrespected by your homies. Hell no, he happy because we stand up niggas from the set. I'm the face. That's why they call me the A-Train mascot. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so yeah, to answer your question, yeah, man, he say it all the time. That's, uh, you know what, like that's, a rest in peace to my moms, but a rest in peace to moms. Yep. Sure, yo, that, like it, nothing, nothing beats the memory of my mother telling me on numerous occasions, "I'm proud of the man you've become." Yeah, because you wanted them happy. That's the whole goal in life. Yeah. To make your parents happy. Yeah. That you're doing something as you being an adult, because yeah. they did everything for you as a child. So now exactly. let me make you happy. Let me now. Let me show you. I can take care of you. Sit back. Let me rub your feet, mama. Now you kick back and let me pay a bill or two. So you know what I mean. Yeah. Shit like that, man. Make them happy, bro. Before they leave planet Earth. That's and, the goal. Yeah, that's one of my biggest regrets. I was not able to buy my mother a drop top Benz. Oh man. Yeah, uh -huh. that was like my mother had everything she needed in spades. Her and my stepfather, fucking phenomenal. Knowing his cat, like, literally damn near my whole life. My old man, phenomenal. But, that you know, that was the one thing that you, I, when I get, when you get rich, yeah. buy me this. You know, like. <laughs> my mama said the same thing, bro. So, I'm, I'm going to make sure that's, I'm going to get me a house for me and my family first. And then I'm going to go get her with take her on her little car shopping trip. Oh, my God, man. I, oh, I got to do it, man. And that's crazy that you said that. Cause that's all my mom be telling me, man. She like, I just want me a nice Benz. 
a nice little house and I'm good. She said, I'll be so happy. I'm like, I gotta make it happen, brother. That's why I'm on the road and doing shows and still searching around for a record deal. I couldn't get my mother to move. Like I could get, you know, like, like they could have moved. They they were not doing bad at all. They were doing great. She like, no, nigga, well, this house is paid for. Yeah, bro. Nowadays, people saying we, those are the houses we need to save. Those are the houses we we need to just continue to keep in our our family. To yeah, but saving it and living in it is two different things. Depending on where it's at, and it's, they, they, they still <laughs> it still ain't in the best neighborhood, nigga. Yeah, on the real, because you don't want nobody to be growing up in no fucked up neighborhood. You know, like, <laughs> but my 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 stepfather is still there, and they're like, no, nigga, I'm never moving. When she passed away, I'm like, bro, why don't you come stay with us? And like, no. Yeah, and rent the house out. And they're like, no, nigga, I'm good. I ain't never leaving here. Got to respect that, bro. You put in the work, that's your shit. Yeah, amen, sir. Yo, um, and and, and, and and if there's anything I can do to kind of help you out with that, uh, let me know. I'm not the biggest, but I know quite a few people. Um, and I absolutely, man, you got, you got, just got a great soul, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Um, God is good. And I'm happy I'm amongst the land of the living. Um, I got to keep going for mm -hmm. my son. Rest in peace. Uh, I got to keep his name alive. Because that's my goal now is to keep my son's name alive and tell my story. People want me to tell my story. Um, I love doing interviews more than rapping now because I feel that I'm able to tell my story more like this without music behind me. You can pay attention to me more, you feel me? Where is the song about him, about your son? Yeah, on Big Court, I couldn't even think about it, man. But the song was called um, L.A. Ain't Playing. Um, okay. The video was on YouTube. It was like something I came up with during the pandemic um, when everybody was... Um, uh, outside and doing marches and all of that shit was going on uh it's a great video when you pull it up la ain't playing little soda la ain't playing up i got a clip of my son in there dancing oh man it's just sad just thinking about that shit but i haven't wrote the proper song yet that i okay. felt from in my heart like Damn, I'm not sure what happened. It just went black. Oh, My bad. My bad. That was Afro man trying to call me, man. Oh, you're all right, bro. I, I, have you? Are you? Are you? And I know. Uh, you getting therapy, bro? Um, I have talked to my boy Tajay from Healing His Gangster. I did his podcast too. Um, it's on YouTube that interview. So yeah, I'll be calling Tajay, man, because when I left his podcast. It made me feel like I was walking out of church. You feel me? Okay. So yeah, man, I love that shit. I was able to cry. You know what I'm saying? And not being ashamed to talk about it and cry at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Well, the it's fucked up how you're like if if it hadn't been your son, Nick, I don't think that your niggas would be so accepting. The hood or population in general would not be so accepted. But can't nobody speak ill or say anything about your journey because they can't even fathom losing it, their child. Real talk. I, and I think the way you're going about it will help a lot of cats that don't lose somebody like their child. You know, it'll help that cat that, you know what? Yeah, I've done a lot of fucked up shit. I'm having nightmares about this fucked up shit. Because you can't tell me that you go out there and, and, and blaze 15 motherfuckers and go to sleep at night eating eat peanut butter and jelly Hell sandwich. no. Nah. Hell no, nah, bro. At some point in your you, life. You, you blazing it, people, bro. That's on your brain. Yeah. Believe me. You thinking about that whole situation that Yeah, I, I, I absolutely, yeah. Damn, man, this nigga keep calling me. Well, go yeah, ahead, bro. He, so fucking we, we, me, he fucking me up, what I was saying. Um, what I was saying? Oh, just, 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 you know, like when you when you do dirt, the dirt, some, it, 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 
there's a flower that blooms from that dirt. Yeah. And it ain't always a good flower. No, it's not, bro. You know, and like, I, trust me, I know. There's some, you know, I, I still, it's, it's, it's certain shit in my life that I've done where I still, you know, I have nightmares about the shit. Yeah, bro. You can't just do some shit, some, some, some evil shit like that and just go blank minded. Yeah. And if you do, <laughs> and, uh, you, go nigga, you, you really need shit. a therapy. Yeah. You really, if you can just forget about certain shit, nigga, yeah, you, nigga if you just forget about that, like what you just took a life up close. And, and they looked at you in the eyes before you did it, or they ran looking back at you before you did it, you're going to remember all of that. Or if they said something to you, you're going to remember what they said to you. Yo, I interviewed, uh, what's, what's my man's name? Michael mm -hmm. Thompson. I'm going to let you go in a second. Uh, Michael Thompson from uh, The White Dude. That, uh, uh, what's, 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 the, what's the white boys in prison? Oh. The gang. Like the 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 way I can't why do I why why is this shit escaping me? But this nigga uh he he was in there with Charles Manson actually fucked around and had dealings with this nigga, and we got to talking about Charles Manson and how he wasn't what he portrayed himself to be throughout the media. Yeah, he was a bitch ass nigga who was able to convince other niggas he wasn't. And how, basically, mentally, you know, motherfuckers really have to deal with the shit that they do, basically. Yeah. Damn, I oh. cannot, what, what, what is the uh, the white boys in prison? What's the the big gang? A gang? Yeah, a gang. The big, the, the white You're boys. You talking about the um, Aryan, Aryan Brotherhood? Aryan Brotherhood, yes. Yeah. Yeah, my man was like like one of the leaders of the two, Aryan two bro gangs. Brotherhood. Aryan, Aryan Brotherhood, and then they got the Wood Pals. Those are the guys. Yeah, that don't, it was the ABs. Yeah, and this nigga was like one of the one of the top dudes in the ABs for a minute, and end up snitching on them niggas. Aryan Brothers, yeah, they, yeah, they, they be in the pen tripping. Yeah, you know what? But this nigga was the calmest motherfucker. I got a chance to interview him. Oh no! Interesting interview, bro. If you ever get a chance, check that one out. Um, and I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Afro Man go ahead and tap in, bro. I know I done went over a couple minutes. My apologies. I'm sorry. You said what you say? Yeah, your shit. You you you, you muted yourself, bro. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you you muted, bro. I don't know if you can hear me or not. Oh yeah, you good, nah. Yeah, bro, I had to answer so he could stop calling me. Oh. It's lunchtime. They finna go eat. I just told him to bring me something back. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm, I'm already over, bro. I didn't want to, yeah. uh, you know. It's all good, man. Uh, it's our lunchtime right now before our show tonight. So okay. I think they finna go, We well, they want to go sit down and eat. So if we over time, bro, I, don't, I ain't tripping. I love and respect what you got going on. I like the platform, the little setup you got. Very professional. Um, I want people to know that. You know what I'm saying? Your conversation is excellent. You ask the right questions. Um, I appreciate you, bro. Likewise, bro. And if there's anything I can possibly do for you, man, make, make, you got my number. Let me know. I got yes. you. Yes, sir. God is good. God is great. You know, I ever make it out to, to, to the West Coast, man. I'm definitely checking in with y'all niggas. Man, tap in, nigga. If yeah. you come out here, you got you got my number so you can come to the set and do an interview around a few homies. That would be dope. And let bro. them know it's real. That would be dope, bro. Yeah. Uh, yo, shout out to you. If, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to do a song with you, they, they um, whatever the case. Hit, hit me up, um, Lil Sodi underscore on Instagram. Um, I'm verified, so you'll know it's that which little Sodi it is. It's a lot of pages. Um, um, Mass Sodi Simpson on Facebook. My Twitter is Lil Sodi831. My TikTok is Lil Sodi831. Um, my email is massodi88 at gmail.com. Um, tap in with me, man. Um, I, I, I'm very approachable. Uh, I'm not greedy. I'm very loyal. Um, Holla at me. No doubt, man. I respect that immensely, man. Um, 
holler at you, bro. Appreciate you, your time, your energy, and your wisdom, man. Um, and like everybody, man, it's your talent that gets you on the show, man. But it's your story that makes you stand out, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. You have a good one. You too, big dog. All right, peace. Yo, come on, bro. At some point, y'all niggas gonna wake up to the greatness I got going on over here, man. Intellectually, motherfucking petty radio. As always, man, legends and legends only. This Speaking of, this Thursday, man, I got Mark Chopper coming on to the platform at 7 o'clock, man. Come on, man. Yeah, man. The resume is better than your favorite podcast, bro. I'm just going to be honest. I just feel like talking a little shit today. Maybe it's the wine. Maybe I've been sipping too much. Maybe it's the fact that I woke the fuck up this morning. Dope. Who knows? Anyway, man, on that note, man, shout out to M3S3 Clothing. Don't forget to check out the the event in Miami, um, April the 28th to the 30th. Three-on-three uh, -three tournament. They're going to have some rap battles from the riot. Um, it's in concert with no studio in, as always. And Intellectually Petty Radio is a small, small part of the sponsorship package. I got a couple tickets just to give away the motherfuckers if you want them. You know, on that note, y'all have a good one. This is Jobs. It's been another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. I'm out.